Hi, this is Victoria Miracle and Happy Time, Happy Money Podcast. Working in a marketing industry, I recognize that the most often problem I hear is that I don't have money or I don't have time. And then I realized I can help you with both, so why wait? This is not your typical create budgeting spreadsheet podcast. My goal for this podcast is to spread education around time, money, crypto, blockchain in the simplest language possible. Tune in and enjoy. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Happy Time, Happy Money podcast. And today we have Oleg, Oleg from CoinRoll. He is a founder of CoinRoll, a white combinator-backed startup, which is all about catching the next market opportunity on your behalf by automating your investments. With CoinRoll, hobbyist investor can complete with professional traders and hedge funds by creating automated strategies for crypto as well as stocks. Hi. Oh, that's exciting. Hi, welcome. Thank you so much. Great to be here. Hi, Victoria. Well, good to meet you. And I am so eager to like dive in right to the technology and the startup. But before that, I would love for you to share your story. How did you start it? What inspired you to start this company? And what is inspired you to keep going? Sure, sure, sure. Well, l- l- let me tell you a little bit about my background. So I'm originally, I was born in Eastern Europe, former Soviet Union, moved with my family first to Sweden. Was We were actually living in a refugee camp there for a while so it's a bit of a crazy story not gonna dive too much into that but moved to Germany later I came to the UK to study went to study it in London and Oxford and then worked in banking so I was working in banking for about four years between 2012 2016 I was working at Citibank here in London and voice banking it's you know it's it's nice it's a good start to a career but ultimately it wasn't really that exciting if you think about it and I knew I want to do something else so I ended up quitting banking in 2016 started my first startup which totally failed didn't really work out with my co-founders it was a career mentoring platform at the time called GuideLighter but what I did start to get into around that time and that's like 2016-2017 I really started to get into the whole blockchain cryptocurrency world so I was always quite quite a nerd for anything you know digital private currencies I was aware of Bitcoin but you know the opportunity cost of being in banking is you don't really have time for anything else so whilst i was aware of it i didn't really do anything about it so as i was doing my own startup i started going to events meeting people and at some point i just went down the rabbit hole it blew my mind and i couldn't like do anything else but crypto since so what happened was i'd met my current co-founders gabriele musella and Zenek Höffler. I met them during an accelerator program in London that I was doing with my first startup. And I kind of kept like talking to them and talking to them. And the three of us were really getting into crypto at the time. And uh, all of us had one specific issue, which is we were uh, buying cryptos, realizing it's a 24-7 market prices move. You can't be sitting in front of your computer and just press buy and sell all the time. You want to be able to build some kind of strategies and like do more interesting things really, rather than just buy and sell. 
and there really wasn't anything in the market that was easy to do for us. Like, yes, you could code algorithmic trading strategies, but like that's really complex and takes a lot of time. Uh, and yeah, we got together, we started building CoinRule, uh, started it really in like late 2018, raised some funding in 2019, and then things really started to grow last year. This year, as you mentioned, we went to Y Combinator, raised a seed round of 2.2 million, some real great investors on board, uh, so founders of Fitbit, Twitch, Kayak.com, 8sleeps, uh, all joined our round, which is super cool. And yeah, we've been we've been really growing the team and just having a lot of growth ever since. Wow, this is inspiring. I, I always love, you know, to hear when I learned about crypto, I couldn't do anything else. Like you said, this is so cool. So tell tell us more about what what is it, CoinRoll, and what does it do? Sure. So CoinRoo helps normal people to build automated trading strategies for cryptocurrencies. So let's say you want to build a strategy that says if the price of Bitcoin goes up 5% uh, in two hours and volume increases by 10 million US dollars, I want to buy uh, $1,000 of Bitcoin. Create that rule with an if this then that logic, you press launch and it goes into the market. Like super nice, super simple. Of course, you can build really also powerful strategies. Like you can create multiple steps. If this happens, then do this and then that. And basically kind of run this type of logics. And what we also have is we have a demo exchange. So you can test your strategies on basically a fake, fake exchange where, you, but which is like, modeled on Binance, which is one of the largest crypto exchanges. So you test your strategy, you see how it would perform, and then you launch it live. And that's that's what 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 makes Konyo special. Wow. That sounds like a simple tool to use if you're if you you know if you don't want to monitor markets all the time. And I mean I personally know how to detect analysis and trade. And for just a, for a note for women, it's and it's it's terrible. <laughs> I don't want to do that. It's like my, you know, that we are very emotional human beings, and we have that time in the month where we're like super emotional. And if you add that time sitting in a computer and watching, you know, your things goes down like by thirty percent, you it's like you don't want to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, in a way, that's why you need an automated trading strategy because it exactly. kind of takes out the emotions from it. Yes. And you mentioned technical analysis, so you can use moving average, you can automate moving averages, relative strength index, and also you can integrate us with TradingView, and basically you can build, any oh, kind of, you can use any kind of indicator, and then connect that to your corner strategy, and then that will trigger it. That uh, is so, so cool. Ex exactly. And what we're seeing is, I mean, obviously we have people use us who, who know their trading and like people like you who are kind of familiar really with technical analysis, but then we have a really supportive community and we're really focused also on the educational side of things. So we get a lot of beginners who don't know much about these things, but they do want to get started. And then it's, we make it quite easy for them to get started with trading. So you have an educational portion of that as well. So what would you say? For those who are like zero, and I think my audience, most of it are, doesn't know much about trading. What, where do they get to start? Where to start? Yeah. 
so th th there are two types of people here really to simplify it there are those who are curious and interested to get a bit more into trading and then there are a lot of people who you know who might not actually be interested they want to invest but they don't want to actually engage with it now for those who don't really want to engage with it uh, the best thing to do especially if you're getting into crypto would be to focus on you know something like bitcoin and ethereum it's the two biggest cryptocurrencies you know forget about like all the other stuff if you don't want to really engage with it and just dollar cost average that's what i've been recommending you know like all those family members and friends who ask you about crypto investing who have never touched it before so what i tell them look put aside a small amount of money that you're willing to put in per month and then just set up a standing order send it to your exchange hundred dollars whatever you're comfortable with i actually personally even use coin rule for that so i sent a standing order to to coinbase and then coin rule automates the buy every month part of it so every month buying bitcoin buying ethereum and just like you know forget about it for five to ten years and then you'll look at it and you'll be very happy now for the number of people who actually are you know, want to become more active in trading, really want to get into it. Well, that's really, you know, well, welcome. That's exciting. And I think there's more and more people like that, right? Thanks to, you know, Robin Hood and like this rise of the millennial investor, millennial trader. Now, obviously, you know, put aside some money that, again, you're comfortable to lose to kind of really learn the ropes and then join a community, join a community like ours, because I, you know, obviously I'm, I'm biased here, but I've seen how people have, you know, over the last year, two years, really like joined the community, really learned, really started to kind of become significantly better traders, which is super like motivating to see. So there's a free version of CoinRoll. You can start with that, join the community, learn from people, read the articles, start building crews, and then start to trade. And you, you, you'll see that you improve over time. Yeah, like everything, it's a skill and you get to start learning and little by little getting it. I like the optimization system. I think Binance just just announced that they are created automated buys as well. So which mm -hmm. is, I know you work at Binance. So that, that's, that's also, it's a great, great news. And it becomes easier and easier. The exchanges become so much more robust and just easier and for yeah. everybody's use. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I would. I wanted to talk more about like how you also build, you know, a business, build a team, and I know that there are shortage of blockchain developers. There's it's such a young industry that we we just don't like. There is no education on it. Like you go to the university and you become a blockchain specialist. But like, how do you find those people and uh, where do you recruit them? Mm -hmm, sure. So actually, most of our platform, so we run on top of exchanges like Binance and Coinbase, right? So we don't actually work directly that much with uh, blockchain. We are building a proof of concept for, you know, around decentralized finance, which does need blockchain. And most of those people, you kind of, you really find them through your network. You know, I'm, I'm quite involved in, in the community. I know a lot of people, you know, friends refer friends, that, that kind of thing. They're specialized, they're specialized jobs list there's something called the crypto jobs list which is a really good site like we, we are big fans so that's usually where people go a lot of people honestly just get recruited through like twitter and discord it's like everything has gone really like un underground in a way you know which which is cool this is kind of the ethos of the community you know it's it's all based on relationships and yeah that's 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 how it works so cryptojobs.com 
if you want to build your own crypto company. Crypto, I think it's crypto jobs list, but I, I'll double check that. Maybe you can put that into the show notes. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll check right after and add that to our show notes as well. And also, you know, there's not that many, many women in the world that are in crypto. It's like, how do we get more involved? Like I'm involved, but how do we get more women involved in it? And mm-hmm. what would you, what do you think will help to like balance that out, this gender divideness? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this is a really, really big question. I mean, it's not just few female blockchain developers, it's few female developers full stop. So that's for us already a big challenge, right? We actually just just last week, I was talking with, with a lady who runs an organization called, it's called, I think, The Bigger Pie, The Bigger Pie, exactly, which is like a community of women in blockchain, which uh, is really good. And like they really give a lot of resources and help people on the recruitment side. And I, I was talking to Bridget, the founder, in terms of like how to actually think about it. And it's fascinating, for example, how important it is to even when you write the job specs to use language that is more inclusive, for example. There are certain words which just sound will sound to female developer like, hey, this is a lads environment where everyone is just competing, you know, for, for the highest salary. And this will not be a friendly environment for, for a woman to work in. So like it really like thinking through kind of being deliberate about how to structure your hiring process. And there'll be a lot, there are a few sites which specifically are networks to hire female developers. So we're going to start recruiting in those uh, specifically as well, because you really want that diversity in your team. I mean, we don't want to be a team of, you know, we, we are very lucky to have a few ladies in the team who, who are amazing, but ultimately- What role is there? What role are they playing in the company? There's one is in the customer support team, one mm. is in the marketing team, yeah. Not, not, not yet on the, let's say, blockchain development side, but we are working on it. Well, the customer support, I think it's, you know, it's the best that women can do. It's to support, uh, support people and yeah, marketing. We market, right? We market to women. Women are the drivers of decisions in the world, basically. Exactly. It's, it's actually, we're seeing more and more women starting to trade as well, which I think yeah. it's amazing. In my opinion, honestly, women are better traders on average because they're more prudent. They pay more attention to, you know, risk management. They, they don't like, you know, men get overconfident and they think, hey, I, I've just made, you know, 50% uh, profit. I'm a genius. But actually, it's just the market going up. You know, you're not a genius. It's the market. And women tend to be much more realistic about these kind of things. And they tend to think more conservatively. And maybe in the short term, their profits are not as, as huge, but it's significantly more sustainable over the long term. And I, and I really think that, that, that that's a really big deal and it's going to improve, you know, investment performance with having more female investors out there. Welcome to our 10 seconds break where I am your host, Victoria, would love to invite you to subscribe to our new YouTube channel that will help our algorithms and you can watch all of the episodes too. So search for Victoria Miracle and or go to the description and find our episode page and there you can also click on the youtube video and it'll take you to our channel so thank you and now we're gonna go back to our guests 
And I know about that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know about that the being emotional. It's, it's a kind of a, a bummer in the trading world. And, but you can definitely get this under, under control probably and just don't trade a couple <laughs> one week of the month. But otherwise, it's fine. Cool. Well, let's talk about what are you excited about in crypto, just, just in the blockchain industry in general. Like, what do you see it's coming soon? Right. We were just having like three weeks ago, Mark Turkenberg spoke about metaverse and all this like crazy ideas. But what do you see uh, being very, you know, heavily involved in having your own startup and company in that environment? Like what people are speaking about and specifically yeah. in London, it's like you are on the other side of the world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are so many things I'm so excited about. Right. It's incredible. Maybe the thing that I am like kind of, let's say on the big picture, the most excited about this, how fast the space is moving. Because I mean, in, like in the current, let's say in the web two world where everything is closed source, um, it's kind of innovation happens like piece by piece in closed environments. Like each company comes up with their own innovations, but in an environment where everything is permissionless, everything is open source, teams just, take code from other teams, start building on top. But like, it's not like you're stealing the code, you're actually contributing ultimately to it. You're contributing to the community. So you're getting a completely different just vibe. It feels like, hey, we're all in this together. We are building an industry together where just different parts are building different bits, if, if that makes sense. And it's just, I see teams ship products and reach you know milestones like you know uh billion dollar in annual revenue type of gigantic milestones it, it, at a speed that is completely unprecedented in like the traditional you know traditional financial world and what i'm personally also excited about like let's say on the more kind of technological level so I'm quite in, like there are obviously a lot of layer one blockchains competing with each other. I'm quite involved in the Ethereum ecosystem. Like I'm, I'm a fan of a lot of like projects out there. You know, I think Solana is, is a fantastic ecosystem, fantastic project, Polkadot, Avalanche. But for me, Ethereum, it's, it has the biggest community. It has like, I really enjoy the ethos. Um, and Ethereum has really been suffering from extremely high gas prices mm -hmm. and obviously priced out a lot of people. But in a way, that's almost a good sign. It's been so expensive because so many people are using it, right? Now, there's incredible amount of innovation happening in so-called layer two scaling solutions for Ethereum. And one of them that I'm the most excited about are zero knowledge uh, based throw-ups. And that will like completely change the game. I'm not gonna like bore people, you know, with too much detail, but like, just google zero knowledge proofs and it, like this will completely change how cryptography works in the next five to ten years and i think that's super exciting <laughs> awesome yeah what do you think about metaverse like what is your take on the metaverse yeah i mean it, it's obviously there'll be a lot of crazy things coming out of it right i'm less obviously i'm let's say i'm more on the decentralized finance side like i've you know i've got my fair share of of 
of pretty rubbish NFTs that I bought over the last, you know, six months. Mm -hmm. I think it's 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 exciting to see what kind of you know games will come out of it. Like, are we gonna be like literally working out of the metaverse? Like, are people going to you know have work meetings in it? Are we gonna use like virtual reality with it? What's what do happen? you think? Are we going to I or not? Yes. Oh yeah, you think yeah, for yes. Sure. For sure. Wow. For sure. Interesting. Just for, for me, the question is, I don't think that's going to happen in the next, you know, two years, three years. Oh, no, no, absolutely not. It's very interesting that you think that we're actually going to work in, you know, virtual reality glasses, because what's on United States sites, what I see in the bloggers and like YouTubers in the community that people say, oh, damn, no, like, I'm not going to sit the whole day in VR glasses. <laughs> and interesting that in Europe, people are like, yes, let's do it. <laughs> Look, I, I, I tell you, the thing is, it's still such early days. It's, it's like very early. Ten years ago, someone would have said, like, I will never spend my day on video calls. And what are we doing now? We are spending the day on video calls, right? <laughs> it's, there's still a lot more to come from it, but it's early days. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I wanted to ask you, like, what do you think the successful entrepreneur or let's say you're at startup companies it's all the same thing that you're really working for yourself what's the top three characteristics that you think you need to embody to be successful as an entrepreneur yeah mm -hmm. as a as entrepreneur mm -hmm. as a as entrepreneur so the number one really the number one is persistence simply because startups don't die they commit suicide we had uh, a lot of periods where we were basically dead, like we had no money as a company, you know, but we just refused to go away. You know, at the end of the day, if the founders, we can cut our own salary, we can work for free. Is it fun? No. Is it because we had like a lot of money on the bank account? No. At various points, like it was a pretty precarious situation. We had just when COVID was starting last March, we had basically a funding round pretty much ready. We had a term sheet on the table and within days, it was around the 10th of March, completely collapsed. The fund pulled out. We had no money in the bank account and it was looking like the world is, is ending, right? Which was very scary. But we just, you know, we cut our salaries and we just kept going. And, you know, here we are. So it's at the end of the day, it's kind of like, you have to have that persistence. So that's number one. Number two, I don't know how to summarize it in one word, but the number one, the, the, the most important thing will be your relationship with your co-founders. You need to be able to kind of call it diplomacy, call it, you know, empathy. You need to be able to, to find like, like there'll be times you want to kill your co-founders and <laughs> But like, it's just normal, right? It's like a super intense relationship basically uh, for years and years. So you really need to find the ways to, to work with them and deal with them. Um, and three, like, look, you need to have luck as well. And like luck, according to the, 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 the what Greek or Roman philosopher Seneca is when preparation meets opportunity, right? And that it can take years for an opportunity to come up, but you need to be prepared. And in that situation, you'll find yourself lucky. It's like, you know, when Twitter was starting and no one, or was it, no, sorry, not Twitter, uh, let's say Dropbox was starting and no one really needed Dropbox. And then 
iPhones came up and suddenly you had not one device, the computer, but you had two devices and you wanted to sync data between them. And suddenly Dropbox was like the hottest thing ever. But it's not like that was, it was their luck in a way that, that, that the iPhone came up, right? So you need that luck as well, but you need to be prepared to, to have it. Mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing, it's very important to just, you know, stay human when the times it's tough and keep going and be committed to whatever you're doing. And they will pay off. Keep doing and take advantage when your lucky break comes. (laughs) Be open to possibilities, right? Take the possibilities when they come in. Because there's so many times they come in and we're like, "Mm, that's not real. Maybe that's that's not a good idea. But it's like, you just got to go for it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's something you learn from how to kind of the, the best entrepreneurs will have a decision-making framework, how to evaluate these kind of opportunities. And you're going to be wrong so many times, but if you can look back and you can say, hey, these were my assumptions, this is what went wrong, but my assumptions made sense at the time. And then you keep improving your decision-making framework, you're going to improve as an entrepreneur because the next opportunity you say yes, but again, your decision will be better than the last time. So you kind of need to be willing to, to learn from the decisions you make as well. Great. So starting creating your decision-making sheet or whatever, yeah, cheat, yeah. Sheet, cheat sheet, decision-making cheat sheet. I, I do that actually. I've got like a, I call it my little book of big decisions where I write down decisions I make and then kind of go through the whys and assign probabilities and things like that. Oh, that is so cool. Oh, cool. I would ask you to share, but I know that's kind of personal thing. That is <laughs> that is a good thing. Awesome. So good to chatting with you, Oleg. And what do you have for our audience today where they can find you or would you like to share anything? I know. Yeah, sure. So first of all, visit us on coinrule.com. That's our landing page. You can sign up. You can sign up for a free account. If you have any, you know, you, you, you can ask. We don't have the community open, but you can just message our support and they'll invite you in. You can find me on Twitter at ogiberstein. That's ogiberstein, like my first letter of my first name and my last name. You can message me on Twitter. Awesome. So good. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing. And if you are listening or watching to this podcast, and I know some people said, I did not know that you are on YouTube just yet. You actually can see the video version of this interview. So definitely go and subscribe and put some comments and likes on our YouTube that you can find everything in the show notes and everything that we mentioned today will be down below, either down in the caption or um, down on uh, podcast page. Thank you so much. And I will see you next week. Thank you so much, Victoria. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for the listening to this episode. And if you love this podcast, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review. And of course, you can get in touch with me everywhere online at happytimehappymoney.com.